0: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welcome to The Chronic Podcast with host Ralph Malbrough and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of the SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of The Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis.
1: Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die?
2: Well, Ralph, no offense, You're going first. No, definitely. <laughs> no, definitely. <laughs> the zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'd get his... <laughs> I don't even have a joke, Dave! <laughs> Dave, Dave smells like Nugget.
1: Now, here's your host, Ralph Malbro. Welcome to the Chronic Podcast, uh, as always, sponsored by the Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge. They have 162, 136 draft beers on tap to watch uh, preseason football, which is rapidly approaching. Uh, great menu, LSU football's coming, you should go there for that. Uh, the Pelican House, 2572 Place City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. They're awesome. Go there. They support us, so you should support them. Um, first off, you two assholes, Dave and Kevin, I'm in Seattle doing a live podcast because Jimmy Graham signs a contract. Kevin's out manhorning. That's excusable. But you, Dave, text me, <laughs> uh, I fell asleep. What are you, yeah. 80? 80?
3: <laughs> Jesus, man. I know you got no, a kid I, and all but I, yeah, I have a full-time job and a kid and what we were scheduled for like what 8:30 or something or 9. 8:30? It's not. And uh no, as soon as my kid went to bed, I went to go take like a quick cat nap and I didn't wake up until like right after the show was yeah you're like "Mm." it was like it was like you know when you're late for school and you wake up late and you're like oh shit
1: yeah thank god juge called in or else (laughs) it would have just been it would have just been me begging for twitter questions all right so dave i'll start with you the jimmy graham contract um anything at all surprising about it
3: no not really um it's exactly what we thought it was going to be it was $10 million for, what, four years? Um, I mean, I I think the only thing that's surprising, somewhat surprising, is is the length of it. It's not a a five- or a six-year deal. It's only a four-year deal. But, you know, I think both sides are probably okay with that. You know, four years, that's plenty of time for the Saints to reevaluate. You know, Graham's probably not going to be putting up these ridiculous numbers um, four years from now. Um, But in the event that he is, then it gives Graham the chance to uh, cash in one last time for a big uh, contract, either with the Saints or with another team. So, you know, it's he's the highest paid tight end in NFL history. That's what he should be. Um, I thought John Oliver wrote a, a good post uh, on Canal Street Chronicles. He, technically, he is kind of getting paid like a, a top-tier receiver. He may not be getting paid as much as the top two guys, um, but he's definitely in that top five or the top ten. He's getting paid $13 million this year.
1: Um, yeah and he gets so, like 21 over the or 21 over the first two yeah or
3: yeah hey, what's yeah, the guarantee yeah. like 20, 21 million
1: or 20 21 something. million
3: yeah so i mean you know he, he he did good he got he got what he deserved um, well i mean to, to be honest with you he 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 could have gotten more um you know just from from a stats standpoint and, and what he brings and and what he produces he probably could have gotten a larger contract, but how much would for, you, for a how, tight
1: end. How much would he have got if he would have been a free agent, completely, no tag, no restrictions, no nothing, as a tight end or a receiver? Just if, or whatever. If he just, if he would have just been free to negotiate with thirty-one other NFL teams, he he
3: probably could have gotten more. You're right.
1: Um, he probably could have
3: gotten eleven, twelve million a year for, you know, for four or five years, but. Um, you know, it, it, is, it is what it is, but, but that, that might have been overpaying him, so uh, it is what it is. He, he got paid more than Gronkowski, and he's the highest-paid tight end in NFL history, so you can't, you can't cry about that.
1: Kevin, what does Jimmy Graham have to do this year to not hear complaints of being overpaid?
2: Um, he doesn't have to totally replicate what he's done uh, the last two years. Uh, I think if he, if, he gets, if he gets a lot of catches and yardage or if he ends up getting a lot of touchdowns, like he could somehow pull out like a very low number of uh, receiving yards, like somewhere in the 700, 800-yard range, which would be very low for him. But if he ended up getting, you know, 8, 9, 10 touchdowns, it would be completely – it would be Okay flip that around if he ended up getting 13 1400 yards which is again actually i think that might be too much like if he ended up getting like 1200 and then got low number of touchdowns but wasn't fumbling the ball like as long as he doesn't look like a scrub out there and pedestrian then then it's okay
0: Mm -hmm. it's just
2: where where does the where does the excellence come in
3: I, I think he needs I think he needs nine plus touchdowns and a thousand yards that's where I stand I think that's I,
1: mean, I think that's fair I mean I mean he just he just had 16 touchdowns so you know
3: nine plus let's say he had 10 touchdowns this season that's uh significantly less than he had uh, last season but that's still respectable that's still worth his contract and he obviously had like what 11 1200 yards so if he had like you know a thousand 1,200, 1,100 yards. Uh, again, maybe not as much as he put up last year. It was a monster year for him last year, but still uh, definitely respectable. And definitely that would almost assuredly probably make him the highest producing tight end in the, in the league.
1: Yeah, and well, that brings up an interesting thing that I put in my column today. And, and this, this is for fun, so we'll do best case scenario. If the Saints have Colston, Graham... Kenny Stills, and Brandon Cooks, Kevin, and they're all relatively healthy and even close to what we think they're capable of, couldn't you make the argument that while it'll be great fun for Sean Payton as a play caller, and it'll be awesome to watch as a fan, for... Fantasy football purposes and individual purposes, they all might be restricted and go into that like like Dave said, eight hundred to nine hundred yard category unless Drew Brees is gonna throw for like six thousand yards.
2: Well I mean, hell, if they're all healthy if they're all healthy all the entire season, Drew Brees is hitting five thousand yards. Well yeah, but
1: that but but still, even if he does, uh, yeah. you're not even when Drew Brees is hit five thousand yards, you're not they haven't had guys that multiple two three four guys that have a thousand
2: yards no but i i think what would happen then is you'd probably see jimmy graham hit 1200 yards again you'd see colson probably get close to a thousand and then the rest of the guys would probably be like 700 and below i mean you know you'd probably get one of those games where you'd, you'd have those games where uh Cooks would probably be the lead receiver, but it would be like four four or five catches for like 140 yards and two touchdowns, and then he'd have games where he would get like one or two catches for like 25 yards, and then that would be it.
1: But but doesn't that make my case that if you have Brandon Cooks and Stills having 800 yards receiving and you have Marcus Colston you know, between 900 and 1,000 – that means none of them are, like, number two receivers on your fantasy team. They're all, like, number three guys.
2: Well, I, I mean, the ball's got to go. You <laughs> only get one ball on the field. The ball's got to go to somebody. The ball only gets to go to, to one person on every, on every snap. Actually,
3: Goodell's thinking about changing that rule. <laughs> I'm sure he is. Dave, if I told you. For the Pro Bowl, I'm sure. Pick I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't draft any Saints wide receivers. Uh, the the only the, actually I take that back. If there was one receiver on the Saints that I would take, it would be in a PPR league, and it would be Brandon Cooks.
1: Ah, PPR league. That's a good point. Um, as we go into training camp, and this this roster is just fucking loaded in every which way, I think. Um. And we've talked about worst case scenario and a uh, guy you want to have the best year. We've talked about that before. But Kevin, if I told you an underrated guy that people aren't thinking about, you do not he doesn't have to have a great year, but he can't have a horrible year. Who's a guy that Wait. the Saints really need – not Drew Brees, obviously, but they need a guy who fans aren't talking about that just needs to have – a good solid.
2: Year, well, let's, uh, oh, well, look, I tell you what,
1: I'm going to. Well, he won the Super Bowl. Just good, solid, straight ahead, dependable. We're not railing against him on Twitter
2: post game. Uh, I'm not going to be able to answer that question. I'm, I'm, I'm just not because I, I got to be honest. If the fans aren't, if the fans aren't talking about him, sadly, I probably haven't haven't uh, seen enough of, of the name yet. Like I, I'm, I'm just. I, I can't even. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm not even going to try and bullshit an answer. <laughs> hey, I, hey, you know what? At no, least I'm giving you, I'm giving honest. you an honest answer like and a to, legit response, unlike a lot of fucking blowhards. Okay. I
1: thought of that question, but I don't have an answer. Dave, do you have an answer? I mean, I don't have an
3: answer of somebody that nobody's talking about. But I mean, I would say Teron Armstead, if, if, if Ooh, he's got, way. if he's got, you know, he doesn't have to have an amazing season. He just like you said, he just can't have a terrible season because if he's having a terrible season, uh, Drew's face is in the dirt. Uh, the running game is is probably suffering, and uh, they may very well be losing games. And and on top of that, uh, there's really nobody behind him. So um, injuries aside, you know, if Teron Armstead could definitely get away with having a mediocre season, um, I think they'd be fine.
1: I I was gonna say. While I was listening to you, Dave, I was going to piggyback on that. I think the guards. I I worry about them because they're over 30 and Evans had never missed a start until last year. And I feel like that's a sure sign of decline. And I just worry how steep is that decline going to start to be for Grubbs and Evans as they go over
2: 30. Um, Are we talking like Drew Brees level decline or what are we talking here?
1: I mean just – you know, the decline in that they're still obviously if they're injured that's different, but decline of like the Saints have always had Kevin really great guard play for Drew Brees. You know they had, they yeah. had Evans and they had Carl Nix for the for the a big chunk of it, and you know um you know and then when Nicks left they got Grubs and he's been. You know, not quite at that level, but close. So they've always had elite guards. And the Saints, you can argue back and forth whether they're right or whether they're wrong. But they value guards more than they value tackles because they pay them more. And if their guards are shitty, we've never seen that with Drew Brees. And that would be a huge, huge worry for me if you started having mediocre guard play and they weren't injured. You know...
3: Well, who uh who were who the guards back in like 06 and 07? Would you have like Brian Young and
1: uh... Well, no, you had you had Evans mm-hmm. right from the you had Evans right. right from the they jump and you had Nesbitt and oh, then yeah, you had okay. Carl Nix. Right. Cuz you had, had Brian Young was defense. What's that?
3: I said, yeah, what position did Young play? He was uh, Brian Young defensive was defensive tackle. tackle.
1: Yeah, okay. He was uh he was good yeah. a couple of years under Hazlitt.
2: And then he his knees started to give out. Uh, For a second, I thought you, when you mentioned Young at first, I was like, "Oh, Osama Young." Osama Young, like no.
1: Yeah, I only, whenever you say Sammy Young, all I think is the touchdown in the Super Bowl that
2: Peyton I think
3: Mann that's any all that Saints fans think about. Yeah, which is uh, disappointing.
1: <laughs> they had they had a uh, Saints Day on the NFL network on uh on Saturday they did a lot of fun things they needed to go old school though and show like 1980s games that's that's what the, the I feel like total off topic Kevin I feel like the NFL network needs to show just random NFL games from like the 70s and 80s and just have, probably have, have they could probably have an NFL classic channel and just have all yeah and, or, or just have like show an old 80s game. But instead of having the commentary, have just, like, two diehard fans from the teams commenting on it. <laughs> like a mystery space?
2: Uh, yeah, like Mystery thing.
1: Science Theater. You could have, like, two – Hello? You could have like- I, th- I think I
2: lost you there. Oh, did you? Yeah, oh, so, did you?
1: So, so, like, I,
2: I, I think the last thing I heard was I think the NFL network needs to have – needs to show older games. Yeah, like Mystery Science Theater style. Oh yeah, Uh, hey, mystery science theater. Anything is. uh, I'm always up for that. But yeah, I I I think they should be showing older games, like just random ass. Hey, folks, tune in Thursday night. We're going to show a week thirteen matchup. You know, featuring the 1983 San Diego Chargers. You know, just random shit.
1: Yeah, because like like no one's fucking watching the NFL Network in fucking June. I mean, come on.
2: Well, I uh, certainly don't need to
1: watch All Access for the fourth time in the day. (laughs) Yeah, that is
2: true. Right. I I mean, like, here's the thing. Like, I always find it funny when, and again, I, I, again, I don't have cable, let alone extended cable, but if you are showing the same shows, like, literally the same shows, not like a different version of the show like SportsCenter does where, oh, the the hosts are different or some shit. No, if you're literally showing the same show at – it, like three or four times in a day, you got you gotta get more. You gotta put more content out there. If you're have making people charge, you know, charging more people for a network, and you're not providing enough content, I mean that's that's kind of crap. You're just repeating the same be You're just repeating the same shit, and, it'll, and then you know you're becoming ESPN, but about the NFL. Yeah, um, I would say
1: this: the NFL network. They have some horrible talking heads. I'm just going to say it.
2: Really a sports network has employs horrible talking heads. I am stunned by this. I mean,
1: this. but like their their quality, Kevin, if you if you let's do that for fun. Rank like rank like ESPN's talking heads and Fox and CBS and NBC. I would I think I'd put NFL Network on the bottom. Uh I mean, ESPN is fucking annoying, but they have so many. Like, at least ESPN, I could pick out a couple that I like. Uh, Who would
3: you put on the top,
1: CBS? Uh, I like I- – I'm in the minority on this, but I like Chris Collinsworth. I
2: mean, yeah, I, like- I, st- I still like Chris Collinsworth. I feel like Chris oh, Collinsworth so – NBC. Yeah, NBC is probably the best.
1: I-, I feel like Chris Collinsworth, even though NBC has – Peter King and Tony Dungy, who we'll get to in a second. Uh, I feel like Chris Collinsworth is so good. He balances those two guys out. And I just like Chris Collinsworth because I feel like when I watch him, I know that he watches all the games. When I watch the NFL Network, I feel like certain guys like Irving and Sap I don't feel – I feel like last year I watched more football than Warren Sapp. I really, truly believe that. <laughs> He's better than me. He might know more football than me, but I'm pretty certain I watched more games than him last year. And that, Warren Sapp's entertaining. I mean,
3: I was just watching him last night on the Sound Network. He's just you ever you ever watch Warren Sapp when he's not talking and somebody else is talking? You ever watch his reactions to what other people are saying? That to me is the show right there.
1: They need a Warren you know.
3: There'll be some, somebody will make a point and, and Warren Sapp will agree. And you, you just 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 the next time you watch NFL Network, whatever show that is that he's on, just keep your eyes focused on Warren Sapp. You know, like when you when you're watching a football game and you and you focus in on one player, like the tackle or the guard or something like that. Do that with Warren Sapp. Just focus in on Warren Sapp and look at his facial expressions and his reactions to what other people are saying. It, it's quite quite entertaining, quite amusing.
1: Yeah, um, I will. I will do that next time. So. All right. Another off-topic NFL thing. Tony Dungy. The oh, show is
3: off-topic.
1: Well, I mean, the Saints are going to training <laughs> camp. We've had a show. We have a show all year. We've gone through every goddamn training camp topic you can go through. No, I know. Uh, So Tony Dungy, Kevin, they asked him about Michael Sam. He said he wouldn't have drafted him because, quote-unquote, quote stuff will come up. And he caught a lot of crap for it. And I feel like deservedly so because Tony Dungy – has been very outspoken that he is not for gay marriage, and he's very religious, and that's fine. But, Kevin, it annoys me that he's not honest and says, you know what? Gay people shouldn't marry. I don't like them. The Bible says it's wrong, and I don't like Michael Sam. But he doesn't have the balls to say it because he likes being on NBC. And that is what annoyed me about Tony Dungy. Because he says all the coded words about stuff, (laughs) <laughs> and everybody knows what he's thinking, and that's what annoyed me about. It. and I thought he should have got shit, and he should get more shit for it. Kevin, do you agree with me or not?
2: uh yes, yes uh, al- although he has quote unquote clarified his statements today yeah and uh, and said that he he thinks Michael Sam should absolutely you know get a chance to play and all this other kind of shit, which is great not because on a Tony he he done GT. Well, oh, actually, well, no. In his clarification, he he said that he wouldn't have a problem. Like it, he apparently said that he wouldn't have had a problem putting him on his team or some shit. I, I it's just he said like I, I this is gonna drive Ralph nuts, but you almost have to go back and listen to uh Olbermann uh Olberman had a takedown of Dungy last night on his show, and Dungy. Months ago, in in February, said things that contradicted the things that were in his interview. <laughs> so, either it, it, you know it, he he comes off as being hypocritical at best, or he came off as being hypocritical at best. And you know, in in today's day and age, it's just it's tough to get a read on on who somebody really is because the second they say something, and eh, the second they say something. And it offends one person, and they have to backtrack immediately, regardless of what it is, and, and try and please whoever the hell they were talking to in the first place. I, I, I mean, I, I, I kind of agree with what Ralph said. It's like, look, you if you want to feel that way, fine. Feel that way. And if people want to not be around you or not associate themselves with you because of it, then that is a proper response for them. And, and, of course, the problem with that then becomes – and I was seeing all these clown shoes on uh, <laughs> pop-up in comment sections – is, oh, if he'd have been fired, that would have been a violation of his First Amendment rights. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. Like everybody that jumps to that clearly doesn't know what the First Amendment says. Or protects. Or protects. Or protects. Or uh, and I'm not even saying
1: that I wish NBC, I wish Tony Dungy would be more honest so NBC would fire him. I just wish people could be more honest in general. Like it doesn't – Tony Dungy is not if, – if a person doesn't like gays or whatever, or they don't like this or they don't like that, it doesn't kill anybody. But now because people go on witch hunts through social media, it's like – People, they, they they got a, you know, Tony Donahue said one sentence and he had to give, you know, 400 words to clarify it because people want to, you know, people want to scout. It's like people are, are as, as Dan Levitard said today, people are, uh, want to prove how intolerant they are of intolerant people and they will come after you.
2: Um, but. I don't know. Well, at the same yeah, but at the same time, that doesn't and see, and that's that's the other argument too. That that, that kind of like that, that argument that Levittard might be trying to make kind of irks me too. The whole oh, you have to be to prove you are the most tolerant person, you have to tolerate people being assholes. Like, I don't have you know, like if you want to sit there and say a lot of shit that is just so ridiculously yeah. wrong and offensive you can you can i would defend your right to that but i don't you're wrong think, yeah. you, right right, right. You, well, you're think, wrong and and all this other kind of shit too
1: well then labretards his main point today was that the reason why this was such a huge deal is because it's july 22nd and there's absolutely no fucking sports news and the, the beast must be fed on espn You know, Skip Bayless has got to work and got to talk about something. So that's why you don't want
3: Skip just pulling shit out of nowhere.
2: No. (laughs) So I I don't know. And Mike Wilbon has to get all high and mighty about something.
1: Oh, God, Wilbon. (laughs) I don't even – I used to record PTI and DVR it and watch it almost every – I don't – like PTI. I'm done with PTI.
2: The only reason to watch PTI – like seriously, like I still love Tony Kornheiser even though he's like ridiculously old and out of touch. And Orange. And Orange. But I'll still watch it for him and then when Lebitard substitutes.
1: I love – I Lebitard really – his his show on ESPN Radio is my favorite show. Like it's delightful. It's the <laughs> delightful delightful drive time listening so as my cats just fuck my one of the cats just went macho man randy savage off the uh counter it was tremendous
3: nice (laughs) Um, sean orleans is uh proud of that
1: Yeah, speaking of sean orleans kevin um you're on twitter you're skipping out a podcast you're um you're you're banging hoes, man, whoring your way across St. Louis. The people want to know: Are you being safe? Because we don't want you getting—we don't want you getting, you know, uh, hurt, hurt her, the herp or the oh herp, yes.
2: You know, no, no, no,
1: double I bag am it. not.
2: No, there we go. Uh, yes, I am. Uh, I am. I am wearing a hat. You're wearing a hat. That's good. We're, we're passing on.
1: out a dental dam. One of the two. A dental dam. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, saran
1: wrap was
2: suffice. Wrap it up. Yeah. So yeah. I'm being safe both in the ring and in the bedroom. How is the How is the wrestling going? By the way. Oh, that's fun. Uh, that, that's That's great. Sean Orleans is uh, the new commissioner of the uh, of the indie promotion that uh, that he works out of, and. <laughs> So that's good, and he had like a extended match. Finally, a solo extended match, like the first time, and he got his chest chopped raw. <laughs> I like, like how got you rid- referred
3: to him in the third person. This is wonderful. Chopped. Well,
2: because well, because you're talking you're talking to Kevin Held.
1: I I, I get
3: that.
2: Right. <laughs> <sighs>
1: All right, so I, like a dumbass, forgot to submit, ask people for Twitter questions, so I will do it right now, and if we get some in the next two minutes, um, we'll do them. But I do have this question, and Kevin, you can go first. Is there – after I saw the, the photo last week of Rob Ryan walking through the airport with the three pizza boxes and the stuffed monkey on his shoulder – I, th- I didn't see this. You didn't what? see that? It was last week. He was just walking through. I th- I guess it was New Orleans. Uh, Louis Armstrong. He was he had three pizza boxes, and a stuffed monkey on his shoulder. Is there any <laughs> Where picture? Can I find this? Is there any picture that Rob Ryan could 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 surface on the internet, Kevin? That you would go, holy shit! I I can't believe that happened. I can't believe Rob Ryan did that.
2: Hmm.
3: Where can I find this picture?
2: Just Google Rob Ryan. Uh, Repeat the boxes, maybe. Yeah. Um. Maybe Rob Ryan, like on a on a Pacific island, like eating somebody with cannibals. <laughs> like maybe that's about it.
3: I'd say a Rob Ryan sex tape.
2: Oh, <laughs>
3: I'd love I'd love for that to 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 uh, to surface somehow, maybe like with Rex's
1: wife. Oh, my God, Dave, you're went... her toes. Oh, my God. Uh, uh yep, If you're, that you're did trying. happen, Kevin, does it lead SportsCenter?
2: A sex tape or the cannibal thing? Sex tape. Oh yeah, it's leading Sports Center. It's absolutely leading Sports Center. I mean, they're gonna dispatch what's his face back to the Superdome, and he's John. gonna be scanning the lockers for hidden microphones or hidden cameras.
1: John, John Barr.
2: Yeah, that clown. <laughs> I found the
3: picture. That's not a monkey. I don't know what that is. But I thought it was a monkey. I it's don't just,
1: know. It's a stuffed animal though.
3: Sure. But I'm also noticing the shirt. I love the shirt. It's so big. It's like it's like a, a sheet that just got sewn at the side and just wrapped around him, like the like the drop the drop tail on the shirt comes down almost to his fucking knees. I mean, I know he's got to have a big shirt because front wise it's got to cover the gut, and it's funny because it's like it comes down so far in the back, but in the front it, it's a pretty normal length because his gut just holds it up in the front there. It's it's pretty awesome. <laughs> And those look like mini pizzas. So, so three mini pizzas. That's got to be all for him. He's not sharing. Yeah, he's got that with kids, anybody. though. He might not. He even nah, he's kids. he's not sharing that with anybody.
1: <laughs>
3: three mini pizzas. That's
2: that's like an appetizer. He,
1: he's, wait, no, no, wait, wait! No.
2: Before he gets on the plane. I don't know. That that, that might be a monkey on his uh, on the thing.
1: I don't
3: know. It looks like something with two penises.
2: <laughs> oh yeah,
3: I see what you're saying. Yeah, or like an a cow with udders. I I don't know what the hell that is.
1: Milky the marvelous cow.
3: I don't think that was a
1: stuffed animal though. And then
3: the poor girl in the foreground. She's got to get. She's all over the internet now,
2: because (laughs) some random guy took a photo of Rob Ryan in the airport. (sighs) Mm. Wait, wait, wait. Rob. Wait, does Rob Ryan have kids?
3: Yeah, I think so. He's married. I don't know. He's married for sure. Hmm. that's good stuff well thanks for uh turning me on to that picture
1: we only have one question so far for twitter it's uh billy gomley from uh and the valley shook he says when y'all gonna have me on billy we'll have you on next week to break down (laughs) lsu football we we didn't know that was an option
2: (laughs) (laughs) we need um yeah so you want to be a guest on the podcast folks just email it just Tweet us and complain that you haven't been a guest, and
1: <laughs> You're to have, like have something to offer. He breaks down LSU and like watches film and stuff, and he works at LSU too. I think he's like a media advisor. He makes sure Les Miles' microphone works and the grass is fresh. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, I, you know, I don't know what I'm like, like. Kevin, Mm -hmm. people are batshit insane over this Saints team. I mean, look, granted, ever since 2006, you know, the Saints went to the NFC Championship, Sean Payton, Drew Brees. We've always been excited for Saints seasons. You know, but I'm going to say, and I said in my column today, I've never seen the fan base this excited and have this high expectations for a Saints team in July. Now, 2009, we got excited when they started kicking the shit out of teams in preseason. But I don't I can't remember a a Saints team having ever having this high expectations. Am I am I crazy?
2: Hmm. I think finish the finish. year I, finish what you're eating there, buddy. Right. I gotta get the steak down. Um I That's think the year <laughs> that that is what she said. Um <laughs> I think the year after the Super Bowl probably had the, had had maybe the highest expectations. Um, but I don't know. Like I'm I'm obviously I'm not there, and I'm obvious I'm certainly not reading as much as you are, Ralph. Dude, but, you heard
3: of this thing called the internet?
2: Yeah. Have you heard of
3: this thing called free time? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> no, I'm talking. My to free you.
2: time. My free time no, is hockey. No, I'm Octocop- talking to you, Ralph. You obviously have too much of it. No, my free time – look, sadly, my free time is – well, no, not sadly. Fuck y'all. My free time is occupied by by, by uh, the squared circle and, uh, and the vertical smile. Oh, goodness. Good lord. The vertical
3: smile. You mean the vertical
1: tackle? You're all weak. Try the veal. Yes, I am. Uh, this is a legitimate football question, so I'll – Ask it to you, Davis, from Adam Strickland. How con- <laughs> How concerned are you about John Jenkins now that he is on the pup list?
3: Did he really get put on the pup list he today? Did.
1: He did apparently. Um.
3: Yeah. So what? So he's out for the first what six games or something? There, well,
1: no, the, they can. Uh, the pup list in the in the in training camp is different. They can. Uh, oh, okay. you, you gotta. Um. They have to take you off of it by a certain time?
3: i um, certainly not excited about it. That certainly doesn't do it for me. Um, I'm hoping for the best. I think, uh, you know, and during his sophomore year, I'm, I'm sure he was going to, uh, you know, he was poised for, for bigger and better things this season. Um, I think the black and gold report I saw, they had a whole thing about, they had a whole post of, Gifts of John Jenkins blowing up offenses and offensive lines, Uh, so that actually got me kind of excited. And now you're telling me this terrible, disappointing news. But um, I don't know. I think you just gotta wait and see. I mean, I have no idea how serious it is.
1: Nobody knows how serious it is. Dave, you forgot rule number one about the Saints and injuries. Adam, you should be worried because the (laughs) Saints fucking lie about injuries. Well, it's still early. It's not like
3: it's not like they need to be. Lying for the sake of being deceptive for an opponent next week. Um, At this point, there's really no need to be, you know, lying too much. So, you know, that's why I'm still going to remain fairly hopeful here.
1: All right. Um, We have a question from Moby. This is for you, Kevin. Uh, When does football season unofficially begin? When will I start having Daily Saints news to read? Training camp preseason. When
2: does it start? Uh, like, what do you mean unofficially? I mean, like when, do,
1: when, when do you, when do you officially say it's football season? When does it officially start for Kevin Held?
2: Uh, for Kevin Held, it doesn't start till week one of the regular season. <laughs> well,
1: that's why we have you on. You're the expert,
2: right? <laughs> <laughs> that's what you, That's what. You, that's what I'm paid for, man. I get. I get the hard hitting questions, and I uh, I shoot straight for it. Football season started today, Moby. I. Go to
1: WWLTV.com and read my 1,600-word mediocre masterpiece on uh, the Saints and expectations. The so football season started today. Dave, when does football season start for you? Never ends. Oh, my never God. Ends. I don't want
2: to punch you in the balls. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, so,
2: NFL.com, hire Cariello. He also agrees football season never ends. Oh, it ends. It
3: ends. <laughs> No, I, I mean uh, it. It ends. Uh, it ends after the Super Bowl, and uh, it starts. Um, it starts with training camp.
1: I, I would say really, football season really gets fired up the first preseason game because then you're like you're excited, you're pumped up, and of course, ten minutes after it starts, you're like, God, this sucks. Preseason football, I fucking hate it. But. The day of the game, you're like, it's football, I got something to watch, you might get a nice meal, you can have a beer, whatever. So I say the first preseason game is really and truly when football season starts. Not not the, not the uh, Hall of Fame game, the first Saints game is when it really kicks in the gear. Um, so that's about it for the Twitter questions, thanks for all four of you. Uh, Training camp has started. Dave, what will you have at your uh, fantastic website besides uh, news about the Saints waving to players, signing players, and breakdowns (laughs) and other things?
3: I don't know. Hans just sent out an email to everybody trying to get everybody prepped and ready for training camp, and I haven't even read it yet. So I'm a a bad boss. But uh, it looks like John Oliver is going to be counting down every day uh, from uh, from now until – Week one against Atlanta, so we'll have that. At some point, we'll uh, finish up our most hated Saints tournament in the <laughs> middle Final of the four. year in October. We're in the, no, no, no. We'll finish it up before the season, but uh, we've only got three matches left, the two Final Four matches and then the, the finale. Um, and uh, I think Kevin is uh, going to be continue to look at all the offensive line guys and breaking them down. Uh, doing film studies on them as we head into preseason. Yep. Uh, in my so lots good, Yeah, lots of good stuff. I'm, I'm actually uh, excited about our our coverage this year. I think it's That's going to be That's Kevin
1: Skyver, not Kevin Hill. Kevin, you haven't written anything since 2011. Yes. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming it's pronounced Skyver. I actually don't know. It could be it's Skiver. Probably
1: Skiver. If whatever I said, it's wrong.
3: <laughs> right, right. You still think. Hakeem Nicks plays for the Saints.
1: He does. He does. He's <laughs> gonna be. He's gonna be fantastic this week. I was. I was. He's gonna be fantastic. This year. I was reading all his stats on uh, Pro Football Focus. So, uh, for Andrew, who was MIA because he was getting his ass kicked at softball or hitting tennis balls against a wall, uh, for Dave, our fearless leader, go to Canal Street Uh Six. So my wife just said, six Sundays away from Atlanta. And for Kevin Held, who is on Twitter when he's not banging chicks in the greater St. Louis area. I'm Ralph Marlboro. Uh, Until next week, uh, be safe. And uh, I'm living the 20s I should have.